Hey, this is Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly. You're listening to and loving and loving the Spanish announce table. The Spanish announce table. Maybe I'll do the man spread, right? Your little man space spread on the. You do that, right? When you get on the. Spread out, let them nuts hang over the front of the seat. Tom, it is episode 261 of the Spanish announce table. I think I may have touched the microphone cord. I may have fucked everything up for us. We've been having some technical difficulties. Tom, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, I can hear you. uh, For once. I can hear your voice, and it sounds so sweet. Yeah, I get that a lot. Right. Hey, so we are into a big – this is a pivotal week in the pro- wacky world of pro wrestling because we are on the the eve – I guess this is the Spanish announce table eve of the brand new brand All Elite new. Wrestling double or nothing pay-per-view, which will then – uh, start that promotions, I guess, Genesis and history. Uh, but before we get into all that, and we're going to share, uh, our picks. So first time in a long time that we've done non WWE picks for a pay-per-view. Uh, we're also going to share our just general thoughts about the wacky world of WWE. But before all of that, Tim, yeah, you, so first off, uh-huh. Happy birthday Thanks. to you. Thanks. That's very nice of you. And what'd you do? Uh, well, we took the day off and um, we, uh, we took the daughter to work first thing, right? Like we woke up, son was still going to school, daughter was going to work. Uh, first full day of work, right? First eight hours, right? So that was fun. That was like, yeah, this feels good, right? Like, Wait a minute. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Time out. Your birthday was on a Friday, I thought. Yep. So your daughter worked in the a.m. Yep, she's out of school, summertime. Oh, like, did she request? How did she get scheduled to work? Like, did they know that she would just be off of school? Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they like change that each week? How does she, how did the work know that she was oh, going to be off school? Mom and pop shop place that she works. Oh, at, right? but do you understand what I was saying? Like, how do you just know that one of your employees just has a Friday off from school? Uh, it's school's out, summer. Oh, school's done? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Right. I guess I didn't realize that. <laughs> right, yeah. School's <laughs> out. She's been out for a week. Uh, the boy's got uh, Hayden. He's got one one week. Like, he's, tomorrow's it. Right. Tomorrow's okay. It. Damn, I guess school yep. does end, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It does, man. So Maybe now, oh, that sucks. God, yes, but it. now that sucks because now she's experiencing like, oh, it's no summers anymore. I have to work. Oh, oh. so yeah, we kind of went through that, man. Oh, yeah. That, oh, she was in tears a little bit. Really? Like, like when she realized, uh-huh. like, wait a minute, I got to like get up and do this. And I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah. this is, uh-huh, yeah, right? <laughs> She's like, I worked oh, yesterday. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And I was like, hey, look, I said, oh. listen. And I was like, I know this is a, a bit to handle. And I said, I went through that myself too, where you kind of like, oh, no, like, it's changing. Like I'm never going to be able mm-hmm. to lay around all day, every day with no responsibility ever again. Mm-hmm. Like from the, like uh-huh. it hits you then too. You kind of realize like, Oh, it's already happened. Like not like, Oh no, it's about mm-hmm. to happen. Like I better you, prepare for it. It's like, Oh shit. Now I'm working and now I'm, Oh yeah. You don't get to gear up for it. Right. It just happens. You just, you realize two weeks into your summer of your first summer working, like, right. damn it. Did you add? Okay. So it was your birthday, uh-huh. but I'm assuming in this conversation, did you at least like give her a comforting hug? Oh yeah, I mean like she well she doesn't like she's not you know she's not touching. But that, you know? that's the end of her like that's the end of her of her childhood right there. Right, yeah, no, I I mean I did, so her mom and I were talking to because like um, well this had already happened before this date right this was like the week prior or something like that it was uh, the weekend prior we were like hey they called they said they you know if you can work today and we told them you know you had nothing else going on so you know you get get ready and she was like what. Like, we were like, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. And we were like, I thought you wanted to work, make money. And she was like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, like, what? And then we were like, hey, listen, they, you know, are expecting a hand here. Right? Oh, like this. You know, so we kind of had to have that conversation. Uh, I was like, look, I know it sucks, yeah. man. And she was like, well, I it's hate so that much. thing. Which she doesn't necessarily, I think she was saying that in the moment, right? But I was like, okay, cool. I'm all for you looking to see if you want something else. But, I mean, you did tell these people you'd be here. You mm-hmm. need, like, we got you a phone based on the premise that you're going to work now, right? Mm-hmm. So, 
Unless you want to be giving that up, right? Like, yeah, just it to, sucks. You know, that like, does yeah. suck. But let's mm-hmm. let's go back to the to the birthday. So right. you woke up, you yep. got your daughter did to that. work mm-hmm. because now she's done being yeah. a child. Well, for the we rest did of like uh, the kids like did the present and stuff like that. And, and what'd you get? You know, um, well, I got um, I got a, a K State jacket. Go figure, right? But it's an awesome, right? Like uh, jacket. And then I don't know, explain. I won't go into the full details of it. Um, uh, shirts, stuff like that. And then a big thing that we like to do is uh, the favorite candies and sweets, right? So I got a big stack of that kind of crap that I can hide in my little drawers and stuff like that right away from everybody else. Like, these are mines. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then, um, gosh, what, God, I can't even remember some of the other stuff I got. Bunch of, I mean, just a bunch of things like that, right? Shirts, like just, you know, all the dad stuff, right? Like all that kind of stuff, like a bunch of things like that. And then um, uh, the wife and I then went... Uh, out did a day date right we went to nelson atkins and we ate at chewy's yes. in the plaza and i here's a fun fact uh the missus and i had never anywhere ever either of us been in the nelson atkins museum ever which Good is mind-boggling to me i yeah. was like oh certainly now for full disclosure uh, kansas city museum for anybody that lives out here is is one of the i mean it's a premier art museum nationally in the country the yeah and, um, I mean, it's a big talk of the town. They always host big events. And, of course, like, if you're talking art museums, that's the Don Mega. And mm-hmm. uh, we've never been there. Now, I've only lived here since 2010, but that's nine years. Right? Yeah, like, no. I'm like, yeah, that's that. You know what irritates enough. me is yeah. – you know what irritates me is uh, I have relatives who have lived in Independence, Missouri their entire life and has ne- neither been to the Truman Home or the Truman yeah. Library, so a I, presidential library. So I grew up in Manhattan, Kansas town at, at the time when I lived there, maybe about 70,000 people, and um, uh, two hours away, I'd say, from, from Kansas City. And I bet a whole bunch of people I grew up with had been to the Nelson Atkins and never mm-hmm. lived in Kansas City. <laughs> I lived here nine years and never managed to go. Kids had went. They were like, we go there field trip yeah. every year. Yeah, we're going there on a work outing Uh because starting Friday, they're doing a nine hole like mini golf thing. Mm -hmm. And each hole uh, is centered around one of their museum like themes, you know. Right. So we're going to do that as a work outing. But so, okay, you went to the Nelson Atkins. Did Did you get some uh, coffee at the Nelson Atkins? We did. The the coffee. Yes. At the. um, Who is their coffee? Quaff. Quaff. It is Quaff. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. I, we did get that, and we walked around for a little bit, had that, and then we ate at Chewy's on the Plaza, the Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. over there, sat on their balcony because mm-hmm. it was a, gro- a gorgeous day out there. Uh, mm-hmm. Watched people uh, um, try to avoid getting mugged in the Plaza. No, I'm just kidding. The Plaza is not bad these days. Um, not when the when the sun's out. Yeah. When nighttime, the sun's don't out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nighttime. Don't be hanging out too late at night in the wrong parts. Yeah. But yeah. um, got to do that, and then we came back. You know, had to pick up the kids, do all that kind of thing, and then later went out with the kids for dinner. Uh, there's a brick oven pizzeria down the way, and that was kind of the the gist of what I wanted to do. Was I was like, hey, we've been so busy with the club and everything. Like, I'm not trying to go out and do a bunch of things. I'm not trying to, you know, you don't got to lavish me with gifts. I'd rather just have time. You know what I mean? I was like, let's go do something. And I don't really care what the hell it is, right? Like, I just did you go to the you know, yeah? Did you go to the brick oven pizza place that's by the legends? It is. It's a chewy sauce. Yeah, I think I, I yeah. I've it. been there. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, we've been, been there a couple really times because we live close by here. You know. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a go to that we go there. Yeah. It's a uh, it's sporting KC soccered out uh in there uh-huh mm-hmm. uh, staff mm-hmm. is always friendly and it's it's a good place you get some good whiskeys there right mm-hmm. let's go for the very whiskeys good whiskeys. there mm-hmm. yes. that's some maker's marks uh and then you know pops called while we were there and we talked to you know dad and mom for a little bit and that kind of stuff uh and then and, yeah, yeah. Got, and you got a, a gift that goes oh, back yeah. to your childhood yeah tom called me he's like hey should i get you this for for a birthday and i'm like of course well the answer is always yes and then you know it was a rip em shirt from no holds barred that I was in. I was in the crowd. Yeah. Uh, in that, well, you know, my ass is is in the crowd, mm-hmm. uh, literally. Yeah. So the sh- uh, yeah. yeah, the shirt had chipped yesterday, so should oh be getting God. it here soon. Uh, I'd uh, that. You're the yeah, best. Well, yeah, you're the best. Yeah, we're gonna do a Spanish downstable date, and you're yes. gonna wear it. I gotta wear it. Yes, yes. You yes. gotta know the hand sign too, because his hand sign oh, yeah. was like not the too sweet NWO. Yeah, it, was, it was this. Yeah, it's right? like a, yeah, it's something weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, he had that, and then he just brought down the the front finger, right? Rip <laughs> the knuckle. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm gonna do that everywhere, and anybody <laughs> that like gets it, you'll know instantly. You'll be like, "You and me, man. You and me, we are friends. Let's buy a we beer." We should go to Up Down when you wear that shirt. Yes. Because it's the wrestling down. themed bar. I mean, it has other themes too, but wrestling is one of the themes as yep. well. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, it's like an oh, 80s, awesome. 90s themed bar. Retro bar. Retro yeah. bar. Arcade. 
that plays pro wrestling has wrestling things all over the place, and they're awesome and friends of the show. Uh, Definitely of, of various incarnations of of how we do shows, and then the rest of the weekend. Um, oh, swim trunk soccer game, Tom, and swim trunk had his. Uh, so swim trunk is my son. Uh, I, most amazing game he's ever played. Dude got locked in in the zone, right? And I was like, oh, holy shit, this is about to get serious, right? Like I just saw him playing differently, and I was like, wait a minute. And there was one point he. Um, so, you know, I, I've always told him, I was like, the defensive principles, man, are the same as basketball, right? Get your the guy, goal side, just don't let him get by you, right? And this one kid at one point, like, they, he was just working these kids up and down the court every chance he could get. The kid gets the ball, and Swim Trunk goes up onto him, right? Meets him at half half field, whatever they call it there in soccer, right? And mm-hmm. he's sideline to sideline, just does the strafe, right? And the kid just can't – he just keeps bumping into him. And Hayden just keeps bumping him back, strafes him the whole way. And finally the kid, like, passes it off and he, like, looks over at his coach and he's like, can he do that? He does that. He's looking over his coach like, can he do that? Like, and the coach is like, what, man? Go fucking play. And I'm dying laughing, right? I mean, I'm over here just, like, trying not to laugh out loud, right? And I was like, what? And I was like, that was the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. And I look up at Hayden – my son, and he's just looking over at me like, yeah, I want that motherfucker. Like, I know, like he just mm-hmm. knew right away. He's like, you fucking saw that. Like, I fucking got And I was like, all right, it's time to, we're going to try to get him up. You know what I mean? Like, maybe get him onto the tryouts for thing. Like, I think he's, yeah, the soccer zoning in on him, man. It's kind of fun to watch. I, like I don't it. really know the sport. You know what I mean? Like, I've known some from what I'm watching, but it's fun kind of seeing that. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Like, here we go. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. this guy's ready to roll. So, yeah, so that was kind of the yeah, weekend, man. speaking – yeah, so speaking of soccer, I went this past weekend to a Sporting KC game. Oh, man, you've gone to like two now, huh? I've been to – this is how weird it's been this year. I've been to more Sporting KC games than I have Kansas City Royals games. <laughs> That's crazy, and you're a big baseball guy. To a Kansas City, yeah, and I, haven't, and I haven't gone to a Royals game. Uh, Sporting KC, it was fun. Again, uh, the weird, wacky rules of soccer irritated me because we're up one nothing. It gets to 90 minutes. So I like, yeah, mm-hmm. five, it, they said a minimum of five minutes. Yeah. And I just looked around and I said, so no one knows when this no one is knows. done. One guy knows. And they're like, yeah. And they're like, well, kind of, but you know, they just got to keep playing. And then the damn Vancouver scores a goal and ties the game. And I said, I want a winner. I yelled that really loud. I was like, I want a winner. And everyone kind of giggled. I was like, I'm fucking serious. Yeah. Yeah, it's annoying in those, like, in the stoppage time where they'll even put it up there and be like, plus five. And I'm like, okay, but it keeps going. And sometimes it goes over yeah. a minute. And I'm like, why did we I, do that? I, I've been explaining that the idea is that they don't want the players knowing that all I've got to do is stall time, right? Like, Yeah, but you just but, hit a timeout like every other sport. But you still do. Even when you're in stoppage time, you know you've got to stall time. You just don't know how much fucking time. <laughs> like, right, that's yeah. the only difference. So the cool thing about that, though, was um, Dustin Colquitt, I don't know if he's still uh-huh. a current chief. Is he still he a current is, chief? I think, yeah, because I think he did a reworked deal, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Chief's He gave us all free popcorn at the stadium. Really? They all got free popcorn. Yeah, got all Because he's a he fan of the Spanish a, announce table. Well, he, he he tried to do a goal kick in Hartzell. Uh, of 96.5, the local alternative station, actually stopped the shot and was like, fuck you. Like, let him have it. Like, uh, yeah, I stopped your shot. Uh, and then they did another one where Hartzell didn't try as much. And then we all got free popcorn. Uh, so that was cool. Also on Saturday, went to a two-year-old's birthday party, but it was way cooler than a two-year-old's birthday party. This is why. Because I was there. My friends. <laughs> well, yeah. My friends, uh, they're kind. They're pseudo high school sweethearts in this okay. sense. They went to high school together the entire time and then dated after high after school, high like school. 2000, mm-hmm. we graduated in 04. They started dating in 05. So they knew each other. Yeah, my wife and I can married. say somewhat similar things. I met her right after high school. She was still finishing. She was dating a friend of mine for like three years, yada, yada. So we can kind of tell people that like, yeah, to get the idea. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So the fun thing about this birthday party is the fun thing about the dynamic of this couple. Chris um, a big friend. We used to call him Xbox because at one time he weighed 360 pounds because wow. the Xbox 360. Right. He's still big, but he is a Harley Davidson horror movie, uh, uh, blue collar overalls. I know how to fix your transmission. Give me your brake pads and I can make them new again. All of that. Right. And so that's all. That's what they do with brake pads. They make them new again. Yeah. Right. You know how that works. Yeah. All that car stuff. Yeah. I mean, you're. And a, I'm yeah. in. The, 
I've been his best friend or I've been, yeah, probably his best friend. And he's been my best friend since seventh grade. So we've known each other forever, but you know, so anyhow, the majority of his friends are that right. Well, he married his wife who is African American and her family is very much of the stereotype of we wear big hats to Uh, church. We wear nice clothes on Sunday and this is a birthday party. So that is treated very much like church on a Sunday. So to see the the dichotomy and the contrast of I'm wearing a Harley Davidson shirt and I have <laughs> well and I have jeans that have uh, oil stains on them and contrast that Skull with ring. a genuine yeah and with a genuine conversation of a lady who is in the nicest silk dress I've ever seen in my life and a hat that's as big as this house it was awesome but everybody got Just, along oh yeah. Because they've known each other forever, too, right? right. So it wasn't like anyone fan, meeting right, each other. Right, yeah, right, right, they've known right. each other. They have a little baby, obviously. This is a two-year-old's birthday. So, you know, families have met forever and ever. But just the people watch was fantastic. Oh, so sure. did That's that. cool, yeah. Sporting KC. Three of my teammates or friends uh, fought this weekend. Megan, unfortunately, lost. Uh, Felicia Spencer, really good. Uh, Grant Dawson and Zach Cummings both won by submission. Grant Dawson actually got... Uh, performance of the night. So not only did he um, win uh, his fight and his win bonus, he he also, excuse me, got an extra 50 grand. Uh, So that was good for him. Uh, And then just been raining every five seconds. It feels like it's pretty cool to, to say not only did I kick this guy's ass, but I kicked this guy's ass better than anybody else kicked anybody's ass in this arena on this time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yep. Yeah. I was the ass kicking it. Yeah. I got, got an extra 50 grand because you got your ass kicked so most, bad. I was the most ass kickliest kicker of the, yeah, anyway. Yeah. It has been raining non damn stop out here in Kansas city. Uh, get to high ground if you can. I live on high ground, so. but we've got a lot of water. That's for sure. Um, yeah. So, Hey, now that is our, uh, things that we've done. Yeah. Now let's transition because this is a pro wrestling podcast and we need to talk about the pro wrestling let's of the it. world. Yeah. Let's get into, unfortunately, the big news topic of the week is a sad note. Um, WWE diva, uh, Ashley Mazzaro. Is that how you say her yeah, last name? Mazzaro, I was never I confident to say right. Mazar, uh, has passed away. Uh, it's been kind of consensus, although I don't believe an autopsy has been released, but it seems like the consensus is it was from apparent suicide. Right. She was 39 years old. Uh, she leaves behind a daughter. There is a uh, GoFundMe if you would like to support her daughter's education. Uh, it looks to be already $12,000 raised, which is phenomenal. Uh, they got a big goal there, but um, if you want to help out, go find that. Um, you know, this is a podcast. We don't have links uh, that we can put to you now, but um, yeah, Ashley Mazzaro. The one thing I remember about her, and this is one of, you know how my brain works. You've been doing this podcast with me for five years. She's the first female wrestler to get pyro. That's what I remember. Oh. That's the only thing I ever remember about her. Yeah, I, I, I always remembered the name, but I kind of remember. She also did Playboy, yeah. and that was kind of like at the end of the WWE Playboy relationship. Yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, I know there was you know, a lot of contention between them for a while, and I know she's had a rough you know, go of it and was dealing with things, and then obviously, you know, well, I mean, obviously, the yeah. consensus is this. So. And that's sad, too. And that's another thing, you know, like talk to folks, seek help, yeah. offer help. Call a friend. I guarantee you any friend that you have will definitely try to uh, listen the best they can when you're in a time of need. So I guess that's the lesson learned. Obviously, that's easier said than done as we, you know, gas bag on a pro wrestling podcast. But, um, you know, as as far as her career in WWE, I think, like I said, I remember that weird factoid that she was the first female wrestler to have pyro. I don't know why I always remember that, but I do. Uh, She was also kind of in the middle of when women's wrestling wasn't necessarily taken seriously, right? When it was the Tori Wilson's Candice Michelle's, uh, lay cool. Uh, Natty was just kind of arriving on the scene. So she was in that weird flux of we're starting to do something, but we're not doing anything really. And we used to do the 
you know, bra and panties, but we're trying not to anymore. She was in that kind of weird, uh, phase of transition. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate. That is the biggest news of the week. So we felt the need to cover it. Um, uh, condolences to any of her, uh, family friends, obviously, if you're listening, you know, who knows, but, uh, yeah, yeah unfortunate series of events there. Yeah, it is. And, uh, I guess we should just move on so we don't keep having to, you know, make it awkward, I guess. Um, what else was in there? Let me pull this up again here. Um, oh, I, this one's a quick blow by. It just hit me. We didn't discuss this off air. Uh, we don't have to go too deep in it. Uh, Ruby Riot doing the Sami Zayn. Going to have to do two shoulder operations. Had one already and is going to need another one in a little bit of time. Ruby Riot, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, and that sucks because you know why I think that's a real uh, big blow is because you had people like Nia Jax who went through, I think, two knee surgeries. Mm-hmm. And you had some people kind of trying to find their their way. And Ruby Riot, you know, throughout the Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch... Yeah. Uh, Charlotte Flair thing. It was Ruby Riot that always had to take the pinfall to make those three look good. I felt like maybe this would have been a good time to get her like, hey, you did us that favor. Right. Yeah, here's your, you know, payback for all for of two months. All right. Something. Right. Yeah, yeah, something. The other thing that I think it, it, it plays uh, poorly on as far as timing is, you know, when you had the, uh, the Riot squad, she could have at least gone out there and who knows how the shoulder surgery, because you know, I had shoulder surgery, I was in a sling. Mm-hmm. But assuming you can get back relatively quick, she could have at least been a manager, right, walking out there cutting promos. Yeah. But now the Riot Squad is no more, so now she's really off in no man's land, kind of just hanging out, looking at her shoulders, getting operated on. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. This is another one where I, I, I'd hope you do a bit more of a Bray Wyatt you know, where you come back with something a little different for me. You know what I mean? Like because or, of because or of what more all you intense. Said. Right, yeah, yeah, or more intense. But mostly and not because I don't like what Ruby Riot or her character is or anything. It, she was necessarily fine in her character and look. It was just weird that she had these two also rands that weren't like her, you know, that made it weird. Um but yeah, just give me a little like that you've that you've thought like, okay, I'm gonna come out swinging doing this. This is gonna be my angle. This is gonna be my right? Like so yeah, I hope – my hope with her is I enjoy in concept the Riot Squad. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the rumor is that we're going to TV 14 once we get to uh, Fox. Uh-huh. We're going to get a little bit more serious, going to get a little bit more crazy well, back AW to the fun days. 14, right, and AEW is going to be on your ass too. So with that said, if you come back with the Riot Squad, let's not just have ketchup and mustard squirt – squirted on a fucking sign yeah. and that's let's actually fucking cause let's a goddamn riot, riot. yeah, let's, yeah riot. let's fucking put people uneasy let's you know riot. like there better be spray paint and broken glass yeah and someone fucking scared for their life that ought to be your tagline right like everywhere mm-hmm. i go i leave a trail of spray paint and broken glass you know what i mean like, yeah just do it and do it yeah first we person get- we would yeah. fall behind that faster than the Becky Lynch thing, man, because that's what we mm-hmm. like. We were like, hell yeah, somebody being a badass. Yeah, go shave Alicia, Alicia's fox head, you yeah, know? give her a six head because you already got a five head. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Is that body shaming? All right. Let's see. Um, also then, we've got a uh, – so the Saudi Arabia show, whatever the hell they're calling this one now, the Super Showdown – Mm-hmm. Um, it's as big as WrestleMania oh, and with no that. one caring. So that means they're contracted to make sure it comes across as bigger than WrestleMania or else they're going to get beheaded right there on the spot. Um, is that too far? Daniel Bryan's out. Far? No, it's not because it could be true. So we have, Daniel <laughs> Bryan is out. Kevin Owens is Kevin out. Owens Sami out. Zayn is banned. Always out. Yeah, he's, yeah, he might get beheaded if he shows up. And then who was the fourth? There was – let me pull up the list here. Uh, 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 Daniel Bryan, well, Alistair, Black. Alistair Black. Alistair Black. Alistair Black is off too. Maybe that makes sense why we're, we haven't seen his promos on SmackDown because you know it was like promo, 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 and then I think the last two weeks we haven't seen anything. Yep. So well, and maybe so that now, explains a little bit of yeah, that off. The um, Kofi's last two uh, challengers, right? Big, big opponents, Owens and. Brian are mm. out. So, yeah, they had to rush in Dolph, which, of course, we'll talk more about down the road. But, yeah. So, yeah. that's uh, what do you think of this Saudi deal? I mean, they're making, there's no, they're going to just make so much money. 
they that they're just like what a, you know no publicity is bad publicity and we can play it off as we're trying to make headway we're trying to make improvements meanwhile they're just taking money 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 yeah and i think you know if any time this deal was going to fall apart it was at the last show the weeks before that with the getting beheaded and murdered in a embassy uh on the you know request of the saudi arabian prince you know at any time in their relationship, that was the one time that WWE could have, you know, washed their hands of this and moved away, but they leaned in and did the show and did it even with more fanfare and yada, yada, yada. So what's stopping them now, right? right? Four wrestlers, who cares? As long as three of them show up, they'll make a show and buck everyone else. Right. Well, yeah. So, you know, Hey, like I said, I think this is the biggest eve of of a Spanish announce table that we've ever had because we could be on the cusp of something huge in AEW, that alternative that we're looking for. So what I say is if that is true and God hope us that help us and hope that uh AEW is what we hope it to be, cuz then fuck Saudi Arabia show. I got, I got double or nothing. Right? I got whatever we're calling double or, you know, the all elite wrestling pay-per-views and fuck your Saudi Arabia. I don't have to watch it anymore because there's an alternative. There is. And that's going to be so nice. Um, well, yeah, uh, that's, you know, yeah, it's just whatever to me. Like I'm not really interested. I, uh, am somewhat in the Kofi Dolph portion, but I just don't feel like, well, maybe they do make a move because they've got to make it appear bigger than WrestleMania. Huh? Maybe they have Kofi lose over there. No, 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 Tim. This is a house show. Remember that. It's, it's always a house show. bigger than WrestleMania. It's a house show. They've never done anything. The only thing they've ever done at one of these shows is Titus O'Neil fell through the fucking uh, bottom of the ring. You slip that's and slide. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Everything else is a bullshit. Who cares? Uh, and that's what this is going to be. The one thing on paper that would have been cool 12 years ago was Goldberg versus Undertaker. Who the fuck cares? Goldberg hasn't even shown up on TV and the damn things in two weeks. Neither is Undertaker. That's true, and they won't. They won't. I bet they don't. I bet it's just they just show up. Goldberg, Undertaker. Like, no promos. No nothing. So stupid. If they so run promos, stupid. I bet they run on Saudi Arabian TV. Mm-hmm. You know yep. what I mean? 100%. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't fucking care. We don't. No one cares. Who the fool cares? Gonna be, this is going to be worse than the DX Brothers of Destruction because at least Triple H knows how to co- construct a match, and Goldberg definitely doesn't, and Undertaker doesn't really want to. Right. It seems that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow, let's stop our bitching. Let's get out of here. Um, after this, we got something fun to look forward to. We're going to guess our way through some talent we've never heard of in All Elite's uh, Double or Nothing pay per view. A lot of the talent we know. Most of the talent we don't, and you're going to find out who is who after the break. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we will do that. I'm just pulling it up now, and I don't know who the half of these motherfuckers are, so this is going to be fun. All right, we'll do that. We don't fact check. We don't fact check. Fuck that. All right, we'll do that when we come back to the Spanish announce table. Fun fact, 37% of Netflix users binge watch TVs while at work. The Spanish announce table. Hey Tom, it's been a while. I think I should remind you and the listeners, we've got an Amazon link on our website, SpanishAnnounceTable.net. We sure do. Amazon, where you can get any and everything from home goods to, you know, those lavish expenses. Okay. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I was going to just say lavish gifts. They have it all. Yeah, Amazon uh, doesn't pay taxes, but they'll give us a kickback if you go through our Amazon link and buy something uh, through the SpanishNoundsTable.net. Click on the Amazon link at the top. And then, as always, you are not affected at your price point, but we do get a little bit of a kickback, which is great for us and great for you because the more money we make from that, we invest into this podcast. Win-win for all parties involved. SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Click the Amazon link right at the top. And thanks. The Spanish Announce Table. All right, Tom. Tom, I am uh, I'm all in 
I'm ready to go double or nothing. Uh, let's see how else I can cheesy. Because uh, uh, I'm feeling elite. Right? Yep, there it is. Right. What, uh, let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about this big double or nothing. We're all excited about this, uh, all of us being the two of us. We are all excited about this new All Elite Wrestling and its potential. Yes, and I think more so than just their potential, it's that we are wanting an alternative, and it seems like this could be it, right? Other promotions, it's hard to say, get behind it because they've been doing things for so long, and it really didn't work out. This has a clean slate. It doesn't have the stain of the TNA name or the... Yeah, however, it's also veterans who've been doing this for a while right right some of which uh have banned me on uh twitter which is pretty great thanks young bucks still hate you uh but hopefully you do successful business here because i'm excited um but yeah to go more so it is veterans right you have the chris jericho's you have the cody's you have the gold dust you have billy guns you have um yeah, Kenny, you have guys that know what they're doing in here. And they have a proven track record, at least with one show, right? So they can do these one-offs. I think their big challenge is going to do the weekly show. We saw that the last pay-per-view last year was a success. It was really cool. All of it was awesome. So I don't think this one's going to be bad in any regard. Uh, I think their challenge is going to be, hey, it's week six of your TV show. Can you still do something that's going to keep our attention? That's their challenge. Uh, but with this one specifically, they they went uh, really smart with their matchmaking. You know, the Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, let's not fiddle fart around and do some other shit with them. Let's get them together because we know this is going to be money, right? right? I like that kind of yep. booking where they're like, you know what you want. Right. Like, we're not going to put... Dustin. Right. Yeah, Cody Dustin. We're not doing the whole, you know, we're putting Sid with Hogan and Savage with Flair like this right. is the equivalent so of we're putting can, yeah. Hogan and Flair together. We're not luring you so down the road we'll give you that. No. Yeah, no. We know what we have right now. We can build the other things, but right now let's hit you with our greatest hits kind of thing. And I like that. That's so great. Yeah, we don't need to save the best for last cuz we'll come up with something better after we give you the best. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how I like. It. Yeah. It's bold. Yeah, so let's get into this. Um I am going into uh the Wikipedia page for this account, so mm-hmm. This may not be the order of uh, the matches, but this is how I see it. Um, So I do know on the kickoff show, they're going to do the 21 uh, Casino Battle Royale. Uh, The big name that was released uh, for this upcoming uh, Battle Royale, Sean Spears, a.k.a. Ty Dillinger, is going to be now in this. Uh, But let's just break this card down. I'll start with that, and then we can go through the rest of the card. So... Uh, the 21-man Casino Battle Royale uh, was announced that the winner of this Battle Royale will be uh, uh, the first partic- participant that will be uh, challenging for the first ever AEW world title. So here are some of the participants as announced on Wikipedia. You have Sonny Kiss, Ace Romero, Glacier, because you know you have to have a Battle Royale with Glacier. Brian Pillman Jr., MJF, Joey Janela, Billy Gunn, Jimmy Havoc, Jungle Boy, uh, and, as mentioned, Sean Spears. So the 21-man Casino Battle Royale. Who you got? I'm going to be bold. I'm going to go with the person that they have talked about for, it seems like, months uh, on their road to double or nothing. I am going to pick MJF. And that is because, and let's just skip around because we don't know the order of the card. I want to skip around because I want to go into the next match. I'm picking MJF because if the two participants that battle for the All Elite uh, First World Heavyweight Championship is the winner of the 21-man Battle Royal and the winner of Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, I am going to go with Kenny Omega, which then would lead heel mjf against babyface kenny omega and then you get the babyface champion kenny omega as your first ever all elite wrestling heavyweight champion so that's why i got mjf in the battle royal and that's why i also have kenny omega versus chris jericho tidbit about this card as we go into this saturday event uh one match that was pulled because of quote creative differences is hangman page versus Pac because reportedly uh from dave Meltzer. Uh, Pac doesn't lose to anyone now. 
and Pac was apparently going to get a no finish, a DQ, or maybe lose. And he said, ain't doing that. And man, Pac, look, you are starting to sound exactly like Bret Hart and almost being exactly like Bret Hart in this regard. You are amazing in the ring. Bret Hart was amazing in the ring. But you, outside of the ring, are taking yourself a little too serious, pal. I get the frustration right. you had in WWE because, right, made you a and I understand mouse, that. And hero. to a certain degree, fuck off. You want to do some things creatively that are fucking cool. But hey, pal, if you're listening, this is a fucking cool event to be a part of. So if you happen to lose, no one's going to fucking really remember. Like, they might remember it if you put on an amazing match, or they might remember it as, like, a footnote if this becomes a huge, you know real competitor to WWE, but it's not going to kill your career to lose a fucking match, pal. Look at Chris Jericho. So I'm named after, I'll, I'll give you a funny story about myself and then I'll tie it into Pac and what I think he's doing right now. So fun fact, fun fact about me. I am named after the band Tommy James and the Shondells. They sang Moni Moni, Crystal Blue Persuasion. They are a big act in the sixties. One of my dad's favorite bands, right? Well, Tommy James thought that with a couple of hits that they had, and you can look them up, like I said, Crystal Blue Persuasion, Moni Moni, few other ones, right? That they were on a roll and that they should be a little bit, you know, getting top billing because they had some hits rolling in, right? Well, a little event called Woodstock invited them to be a part of this event, and they didn't like the placement that they were going to be on on this card, so they said no. And Pac, you kind of sound like Tommy James and the Shondells, where and I'm hoping that this is going to be like a Woodstock type of event, but you have your chance to be on this card, but you say, I don't really lose. And look at you now. So if you were in WWE and you're like, this is a joke, they've made me a jobber, I don't lose, I'm leaving, right? and I'll show them, I don't lose. Well, now you're on the card that is screaming, we'll show mm-hmm. you, right? Like, yeah. Now you're going to be like, nope. Like, definitely. Dude, just at least once. At least, and you know that these right. guys will definitely let you play ball. Well, and that's it. You have to know from your own experience. We know it that Hangman Page is their dude, right? Like he's gonna like this yeah. is the first event. Man. And it could go to a no guy. DQ. Yeah. They don't like they know you. So anyhow, yeah. So anyhow, that match will guy. not be on there. Uh, going back to the Chris Jericho Kenny Omega match that will be on there. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be great. Chris Jericho already weirdly has another match set up for the New Japan Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Championship with Okada, uh, which I think is interesting because how will that play into this? But Kenny Omega, I got winning that. Next match we've got SoCal Uncensored, which is Christopher Daniels still going. Frank Frankie uh-huh. Kazarian still going. And then their upstart, Scorpio Sky, Versus uh-huh. strong hearts, and I don't know strong hearts completely right. transparent yeah. with you. So I'm going SoCal uncensored. They seem like the cool group. I think they need a little bit uh, of a rub uh, from the maybe casual viewer that's tuning in for the first time to see them. Uh, I like their whole uh, "this town sucks" kind of thing. Um, and Frankie Kazarian, Scorpio Sky. Christopher Daniels isn't as good as he used to be, but can still go just as good uh, as anyone else. Uh, I got SoCal uncensored. I really wish I knew the match placement because if this was first match out the gate, I'm going with strong hearts and SoCal uncensored. You know what I mean? Like slightly screw something up and then they use that when people mm-hmm. make fun of them to go, you know what I mean? Like further down the road. But if this is later in the show, yeah, they're SoCal and Censor. Yeah. They're heels right now? But like the like the funny yeah. heels, you know what I mean? Uh, Where like everyone kind of laughs at them, not like booing them kind yeah, of thing. Okay, well, yeah, well, I was going to say maybe they do some heel tactics to win here. But yeah, I'm still going to go with SoCal and Censor again, just uh, mm-hmm. heard Next we've got Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose versus Kylie Ray in a triple threat. Fun thing that they've been doing with this angle of a match is Brandy Rhodes, who's in charge of the women's division at All Elite Wrestling, has essentially been telling all three, hey, 
I think you're the one that's going to win. I think you have the advantage over the other girl. Saying it to all three, obviously Britt Baker uh, in a relationship romantically with Adam Cole, baby, um, and is a doctor. So, you know, she's got some fun gimmicks already built in. Nyla Rose, powerhouse, Kylie Ray, uh, really great. Uh, I'm going to go Britt Baker in this just because I know her. Again, I know her. So... Well, and I was doing it based off of that was their first, mm-hmm. like, female sign. Mm-hmm. You know. Or, you know, or, you know what? Actually, I'm going to go a little left field here. I'm going to go Kylie Ray, and I'm going to go Brandy Rhodes gets involved and costs Britt Baker the match, and that way we can get Brandy Rhodes wrestling, and it's against someone established in the IWC with Britt Baker. That's what I'm doing. Ha! I'm going Kylie Ray. All right, now we've got the team that has banned me on Twitter, blocked me 100%. The young, I used to call them cunts, but I'm going to be nice because I hope that this really works for everyone. Uh, The young bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson versus, and I'm not trying to, because I'm trying to be all in on elite wrestling, but I think the second best tag team in the world, the Lucha Bros of Pentagon, Zero, and Phoenix. I'm going, I don't think everyone can win that's an all-elite guy, right? Like, I don't think you're going to get Cody and Kenny and Young Bucks and Hangman and all that. So I'm going to go with a kind of a left-field booking uh, thing to keep us on our toes. I'm going Lucha Bros. Well, I, I, I thought Lucha Bros, too, for that same feel. This feels exactly like what... All he wants to do here is, hey, look, Lucha Bros, we got them. Look, they're great. They want, you know what I mean, fluff them up a little bit. Um, so just to be different, just so we can have a little play, uh, I'll go with the Young Bucks uh, just because you called out the Lucha Bros. But um, I agree with you. One of the best tag teams in the world. You know they I mean? made RVD the and Sabu in 2019 a passable match in TNA. That tells you how good they are. All right, now we've got, uh, going back to, I know that this is going to be on the kickoff on their YouTube channel, All Elite Wrestling, uh, Kip Sabin, Sabian versus Sammy Guerra, I believe is how you say his name. I'm going Sammy. He's a uh, Lucha unmasked wrestler, good-looking guy. Huh? I think Guevara. I think I just say it wrong because I'm not good at talking, even though I do a podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, but I'm going Sammy. Um, I think he's going to be there. If this is like, you know, 2003 TNA, I think this is going to be their AJ styles. You know how, like, yeah, I think he's going to be that kind of, we're making this guy the next thing. And that's maybe just me guessing here, but everything that I see from their road to all elite wrestling, uh, the promotion, putting them on the YouTube channel for free, unlike putting them on the pay-per-view where you might get lost in the shuffle. I, that's my gut feeling is that Sammy's going to be their guy. So I suck at uh, reading and pronouncing names that I've never seen before. So you want to give this six-woman tag team match uh, a shot? I've got Aja Kong, Yuka Sakazaki. Uh, you ever seen that um, Robert De Niro Saturday Night Live skit where he's the leader of Homeland Security and he's listing off names that have been called into their hotline? And he's like, we've got a surprising amount of names of tips from high school and college boys. And it was like, I want to fuck you. He's, like, <laughs> he's like, we're looking for you stroke it out watch. <laughs> it's just like they go on for like 10 minutes. It's great. All right. So Asha Kong, Yuka Sagavaki, Emi Sakura. I'm probably butchering these. Where is, um, who used to help us out with this? Yeah. Hikaru Shida, Riho Abe. Mm-hmm. And Rio Mizunami. I probably got all those. I bet I got Aja Kong, right? I'm going with Aja Kong and Yuka Sugazaki and Emma Sakura. Emma. Emmy. Yeah, I'm going to go with the other ones because they've got belts, it looks like. Okay. The picture I'm looking at. There, here, here you go, ladies and gentlemen. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about with this match. So let's just move on. We've got uh, the best friends, Chuck Taylor. And Trent Beretta versus uh-huh. Jack Evans and Angelico. I'm going best these friends. Guys, these other guys look like maybe they've got like a uh, 
dirt bike gimmick going on or something here. Who's that? The best friends? Angelico and Jack Evans. Oh yeah, yeah. No, the best friend. Yeah, but I'm going best friends. I think they're fun, stupid, dumb. They're they remind me of Chuck and Billy. Right. Except it's Chuck and Trent. Right. I, I'm. Right. That's why I'm going best friends. I think they. Okay. They are well established. I think that's a good, fun, you know, build upon yeah. for the next I'm, so couple I'm looking of shows. A, I'm looking on AEW's website at the at the card, right? And they've got little pictures, right? They've got like a poster of each match mm-hmm. to list the card. And Angelico and Jack Evans do look like they've got this like like they race dirt bikes uh, gimmick, right? They they look like every guy that you've ever seen like that. So I'm going to go with the best friends, too, because I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's, it's well, and the best that. friends have a new uh, shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees where it looks like the old school NBA jam where it has, like, the uh, cartoon-type character faces and then, like, attributes of speed and power and stuff. And then I think the last one is Dong Size, which I think is funny, and they both have zero. Um, so I'm going with them. <laughs> Okay, Next, yeah, I'll go with the best and ones. I and yeah. what I think will be the main event could be Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega, but could also be this match. You have Cody Rhodes taking on his brother, Dustin Rhodes, in what he is describing as not a brother versus brother, but a generation versus generation because he despises so much of the Attitude Era, and I think it's because he can't draw that money. But uh, <laughs> I, I, that's just my opinion. Um, but again, I hope all elite wrestling does draw that money. Um, but it is Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes. Who you got, Tim? I'm going Cody. I think he, they're not, I mean, I don't think Dustin's hanging around to be an active wrestler. I don't think they're going to give him the feel good send off, right? I think. I think this is the. I think Cody's going to get vicious in this. He's going to come across, and people are going to be like, "Oof," you know what I mean? Like he is a little bit savage, a little bit psycho. So the thing with the thing with me and Cody, as far as my following of his career on the independent scene, is I can't ever tell if he's like cool bad guy, bad guy bad guy, or like cool baby face, like. I don't know what he is, and I think this match is going to establish what he's going to be in All Elite Wrestling. Because, you know, right. he had his little mini feud in the Bullet Club between him and Kenny Omega, and he was kind of positioned as, like, the heel. Uh, and Kenny Omega was kind of like the macho man in the NWO kind of thing. But then, fast forward to the All In pay-per-view, and you get that sentimental moment where he wins the NWA title over Nick Aldis, he holds the belt over his head. You know, he feel like he's the baby face there. So I still can't figure out what he is, and I think this match will establish it. I'm going Dustin Rhodes as a curve. Going to be like a schoolboy. I think it's going to be like you said, something vicious, chair shot after chair shot after chair shot. Goes up for his last chair shot, gets schoolboy. Dustin Rhodes gets the one, two, three, and now we get like the hell on earth Cody uh, that's like gonna fuck everyone up. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, that could be fun too. Um is Cody the biggest name on the indie scene? Well, that depends on who you ask. In my opinion, yeah. I think it's Chris Jericho. Yeah, I think you're right there. I guess I guess it depends on yeah, what what context do we mean, I guess. Mm-hmm. You could certainly say the hippest, maybe, right? Yeah. If you were going to throw a term like that at it. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Your total package of age, charisma, work rate, promo, right. all of that. If you were to like, I'm going to get the hottest name of the indies that I can make my star of my new yeah, promotion. Yeah, I would, I would say Cody. it's Cody. Yeah. Over a Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. over anybody else. Yeah. Right. Kenny Omega, yeah. Kenny Omega puts on you know, 15 five-star matches, and this is just me talking, and maybe I, my opinion changes, and again, I hope it does as I get more invested into this product, but Kenny Omega just seems too dorky for me. I don't care how many cool moves you do, when you talk like you're a fucking, you know, weirdo in front of your mirror down in your mom's basement, I don't want to fucking hear from you, and he kind of has that vibe. Cody's cool. I want to hang out with Cody. Kenny Omega... I feel like will challenge me to a fucking uh, Zelda match, and I don't fucking give a shit about that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like fuck off. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's the same. Like if you like that, that's cool. Again, pro wrestling's big enough to where we can all find our little niches. 
or niches and just dig into that. So I don't need to like the video game. The Chris Jericho and Cody's, I, I'm assuming Cody, of the, we're going to get a beer. We're not going to fucking play Xbox or whatever it is, you know? Uh, and Cody gives off that vibe. Maybe he plays video games with these guys. I don't know. But the, the character, Cody, is someone I want to hang out with. Right. All right. So, I mean, I, you know, we don't need to spend a whole lot of time summing up and, and giving our deep thoughts on this. You can, everybody knows where we stand by now. Well, we're excited to hope so this here's, takes off. Right. We're so excited. We're going to be watching it. We'll talk offline on how we're going to watch it because I might be going to your house because that'd be fun because you always come to mine so I can go to yours. We'll talk offline about that. Um, But here's the biggest rumor, and I guess we got to address it before it happens. Does Johnny Moxley appear at Double or Nothing? Yeah, I think he does. The easy answer is that Battle Royale, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't show up to kind of like help somebody, right? Like Mm -hmm. maybe he shows up and does the final blow to Dustin and his Cody's. You know, yeah. right-hand man or something. You know, there's always that wild card. But I, I do think we see John Moxley. I, my gut says no, and this is why. I think they know they're kind of, and again, I keep using the same term, but I can't think of anything else, and it's pun intended, I guess. But I feel like they're going all in on this card uh, with the Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, uh, Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks, all of that stuff, that I don't think, if they're smart, they want to go all chips on the first card. They want to hold something for that second one. So they do all the fun indie stuff. Here you go. Isn't that cool? Yada, 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 yada. Now, what are you going to do for the second show? Well, the second show is when you get Johnny Moxley, right? Like that is where you can, you know, keep the buzz about AEW going is you just don't do every dump, everything on the first show. You kind of give us little, crumbs of it as you go and then you build this conglomerate that hopefully takes over WWE or makes WWE better well you know and yeah we'll, we'll see if they have that foresight or maybe we're still getting worked by WWE all along we never see Moxley well the second show remember is in Jacksonville and if memory serves me correctly uh, Johnny Moxley Dean Ambrose is very familiar with the Florida area so he might have some friends that he's staying with down there or something you know wouldn't be surprised to see him in Florida. Although I think he lives in Vegas, so who knows? I'm just talking out of my ass. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. I want this to be good. Please, for the love of God, just make pro wrestling fun again. Tell me a story. Speaking of stories, let's transition to our favorite thing of the week. Tim, do you have a favorite thing of the week in the wacky world of pro wrestling? Um, You know what I mean? It didn't... uh pop up to me off the top of my head uh let me look through i don't well while you stall again you know what's become my favorite thing of the week and this one's gonna be an oddball that that uh people probably don't like uh it's brock lesnar winning the money in the bank i like how how paul Heyman is now fucking with everybody Mm -hmm. um and i've come to this conclusion right we wanted Brock Lesnar gone. We wanted him out of here. You're like this again. Brock Lesnar is not bad. Brock Lesnar is great. How they fucking wrote him and how he was half never there is terrible. Mm-hmm. If he's mm-hmm. now done with MMA and they're going to start throwing money at it so he can be around every week for Fox and we get Brock Lesnar as a regular character and they're writing good storylines around him, well, then there's nobody better than Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, fuck yeah, let's have more of it. So I, maybe we're going that direction. I don't know. But to me it was the i wasn't expecting that yeah it's what a it's crazy a, shock it's 100 percent believable mm-hmm. what are you gonna fucking do about it uh-huh he's coming for you you better be scared mm-hmm. and paul Heyman would absolutely be a snake that would come around and fuck with you about it yep he gets his jollies off that so i, I i'm gonna go with that i'm gonna go with lesnar winning the money in the bank also uh to piggyback off that it's not my favorite thing of the week but to, to go along with what your point uh, being made was, is how fun was Brock Lesnar on Monday Night Raw? Doing the boombox thing with the damn money in the bank, doing it twice. Paul, yep. ha- Paul Heyman, w- the best part of that promo when Seth Rollins was just like, let's just fucking do it. You said it, like, I'm not bullshitting around, which made him look good. And he even got in Brock Lesnar's face, which made him more of a credible, like, yeah, I'm going to fuck you up. 
because the assumption I think both of you know, uh, us would agree was he would be cash cashing this in on Seth Rollins. But then when Paul Heyman was like, but you're not the only option. And Kofi to his credit was like, all right, then bitch, like let's fucking uh, let's go. And then to see those two guys campaigning to go after the money in the bank, which then almost makes the money in the bank, the most coveted, uh, property in wwe and paul Heyman to call that out i thought that was perfect i thought that first promo with all three guys was just perfectly done uh, brock lesnar finally showed some uh personality he had some fun he liked sticking it to us even when he was up on the ladder at money in the bank and he was like i'm back you can suck it laughing at people while they booed i thought that was all great it was pe- perfect uh but my favorite thing of the week comes from money in the bank and for me being, you know, blue in the face telling you how much stories matter. And they do. My favorite thing of the week was actually a match. And it was the match between AJ Styles and Seth Rollins. That match was so damn good. I think it's match of the year so far. Again, we have all elite wrestling coming up. We still got SummerSlam. We've got, uh, you know, Survivor Series. We've got some big events still coming up this year. But so far, the early set, as we go into the end of May here, uh, I believe that Seth Rollins AJ Styles match was match of the year, almost perfect. I, I just love the storytelling uh, of the match. If they would have had more memorable moments going into the match, I think that match could have been considered an all-time great. I think, you know, we talked about how the storyline kind of missed going in, uh, and so that's why I think the match will be remembered very similar to Seth Rollins Miz when they fought after the or fought over the uh, Intercontinental Championship last year. Uh, the AJ Styles Brock Lesnar match, you know, both of those guys have matches of the year every time uh, the match that they had at Money in the Bank was so great. Phenomenal, pun intended. Uh, and I, again, I think it would have been memorable all time great if they would have told a better story going into it. But, man, did they deliver on that match. I watched it twice. It was so good. Loved every minute of it. Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Hopefully they do it again. Yeah, um, and, yeah, I agree with you, too. Like, And that's what sucks. And that's that's where I always go back to. It's, it's the storyline and the mic work first because uh, I can remember the greatest promo the greatest promos, even if they had the shittiest matches mm-hmm. tied to them, mm-hmm. but you could have the best matches, but if there's no storyline behind it, it kind of gets forgotten behind. I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I'll, and I think unfortunately, and this is me quarterback, you know, armchair quarterback here and saying stuff from the outside looking in, I kind of feel like everyone knew that that match was going to be good. So, Hey, let's not put a lot of effort into getting people to buy into this. They're already bought in. I just feel you could have gotten the casual fans bought into it. If you would have had fun moments going into it, than just I'm better than you. You're better than me. Did you hit me on accident or on purpose? And now we wrestle like fuck off. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, that match was good. So good. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Well, all right, let's hit back through, um, our tweet the tables. You, you at home can play along with us you can use hashtag tweet the table on twitter and we'll read some of the best ones on the show here and normally we kind of go through raw and smackdown but since we talked about all elite we're just going to kind of hit uh you know like we did our favorite things of the week here and we'll hit some of these tweet the tables and you guys know what happened not much this week right so Mm -hmm. we'll just go through these let's start up here at theo 75 says charlotte really needs a new original theme instead of rick's supercuts remix hashtag tweet the table um yes and what, so she wasn't uh, involved in the in the Becky Lynch thing, but with the moment of bliss. But like, I, it just feels like man, they are in super stall mode with every storyline, right? Let's bring out Lacey and the Iconics and Alexa and and Nikki Cross, and it's just like, ugh. well, I and I also I- think that with that stupid wild card rule and just, we give up on saying this is number four of the night. They're just, mm-hmm. they're, they're getting rid of the brand split without telling us they're getting rid of the, the brand split. It made zero sense. What brand I'm, t- I'm asking you this, Tim, what brand mm-hmm. is Becky Lynch on? Yeah. Well, Cause she's the I raw champion. Was, but if right. you look at the WWE website, she's listed as a SmackDown wrestler. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, no, we'll just move on. 
Um, at Theo75 says, that was the best swerve ever. No one saw that coming for Money in the Bank. Brock Lesnar gets the briefcase. We won't see him for the rest of the year until 2020. Hashtag tweet the table. Um, well, I hope that part doesn't come true. We already kind of discussed some of that. Um, uh, oh, this one isn't in tweet the tables here, but let's talk about this. Cesaro got new music. Um, it's, he's clearly on his own now. Mm-hmm. He, you know what I mean? He was, uh, I like how he was kind of like, um, uh, picking on a uh, ricochet. He's like, Oh, his back hurts. Right? Like this is the Cesaro he's needed to be right. Like mm-hmm. hey, I'm tougher. I'm bigger than you. Let's go out and let's wrestle. And I, you know, I hate how many titles that they have in WWE, but a ricochet Cesaro for, you know, X title. I'm watching that. That, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. That was a fun match that they had, uh, and, and yeah, I like the music. It's better than that bullshit bad techno thing that he, he had yes. before he joined with the bar. Um, yep. So it's better than that. I like that. Uh, again, how many start and stops have we had with Cesaro's career? Right, he's a Paul Heyman guy. Now he's not. Yep. He's uh, all American. Now he's not. You know all this bullshit. So I hope this one sticks. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I do too. I just yeah, he's so good. At Katie First Lady says, did the raw graphics change from red and white to gray and black as if the show wasn't dark and depressing already? Plus the fact we have Corbin in the main event. Hashtag tweet the table. Um, I did read that they are going to go with that because, again, they're trying to – they they want to get, again, as we said, move back to being a little more raw, a little more gritty. So the color – you know, we got to make it black. That's the first thing to do, right? Well, and I heard that the third hour is going to be kind of the start of that where the third hour gets, right. gets treated almost separately than the other two hours, and that's where the different graphics come in. That's where apparently they're going to get a little bit more – quote unquote raw uh so we'll see how that goes because the third hour is where they're losing everyone because it's too damn long that's too long so now there is something like if we knew progressively throughout the night that boy hitting around that third hour shit was about to get fucking fun and crazy that might be a good tactic right like if we knew like hey the build-up is in the first two and then they go fucking nuts in the last three so you got to watch the first two yeah so you know what's going on but then it makes sense when you watch this crazy fucking third hour but that takes so much again they're not booking enough no. like they're not writing well enough in advance to think of this well we almost uh forgot it and maybe we'll catch it in a tweet the table but uh-huh. the other big news story of the week was yeah. the denny's 24 7 belt what, what'd you <laughs> yeah. think of that um, I think IHOP is missing a plate. Well, uh, ugly as shit. Waffle House tweeted. They were like, somewhere yeah. in Georgia, we're missing it. Yeah. Um, at Mr. Fourthrow says, I hope little Jimmy helps Truth retain the tw- retain the 24-7 title for a little bit. Here's Hashtag a fun fact. Table. Here's a fun fact. Uh, On May 22nd, 2019 that I read, as of today, uh, every champion of the 24-7 title has been 42 years or older. Uh. Getting that young talent over. Uh, yeah. Um, so, okay. I like that idea where we've talked about this. We, we don't mind the idea of a 24-7 title because you can do all kinds of extra cool things, right? Mm-hmm. What you do have the easy ability to do is something they already went off on the deep end is you get way too comical with that. Mm-hmm. And they already have. And they already have. Yes, it's 24-7, but I don't need to see five changes in a night, guys. Yeah. One a week is still fine. One every couple weeks is still fine. Just make it a random weird-ass spot, and that's the point of it. Make it while some guy's taking shit. A guy kicks open the door, kicks him in the face, and pins him with his fucking pants hanging around his ankles. You know what I mean? And you're like, 24-7, fuck it, and just run out. Like, that's the fun stuff. It doesn't got to be 17 times in a night. And Truth runs away in his car. Like, it's weird. I feel like they've already jumped the shark with a 24-7 title. Because uh, how are you ever going to have a legitimate, just traditional match? How are you going to have any type of storyline told? Right? Because the hardcore title was a hardcore title until Crash made it the 24-7 title. And then right. that was the demise of the title because then it just became a hot potato. You know, before the 24-7, guys like Undertaker were hardcore champion. And then after Crash did the, well, we're doing it in a kid's playpen, everyone was like, well, fuck, this is dumb. And they've already immediately went into uh, people in cars jumping out and pinning people. So Scrambling, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's the thing is, yeah, if like I said, if it had been done through storylines, meaningful things, but yet you could just still capture it at random spots. You know what I mean? Like, and if it's twenty four seven, have a gun. Well, yeah, no one's gonna yeah. fucking defeat me if I got a gun. Well, and why am I not sneaking into somebody's hotel room and just pinning them while I'm sleeping? Now- or, or why am I showing up? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Why am I? Even- yeah, they're gonna beat I'm me. Gonna, up. Yeah, I'm not gonna go there. It's dumb. Well, you come find me. <laughs> well then, let's just end it on this tweet the table because this will be a good one to uh, end it on. It's from at b underscore double underscore d. It's a great guy, and he says the twenty four seven title can be defended anywhere. Well, I'm pretty sure it can't be defended in Alabama because that shit is a straight up abortion. Hell, hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we conclude this wonderful episode of Tweet the Table. Hashtag. Uh, I said that backwards, and I liked it. Um, this is the Spanish Nouns Table. That was Tweet uh-huh. the Table from you, the wonderful, insightful, always pleasant, and PC listeners. Uh, yeah. Thank you, as always. Uh-huh. And with that, stick around next week, please. Uh, we'll be better, I promise, for episode 262 of the Spanish Announce Table. Fun fact, free weights at the gym can have 362 times more bacteria than a toilet seat. The Spanish Announce Table. <laughs> <laughs>